Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Anyway, let's change a subject a little bit. And I, I have to say that, uh, that I follow American politics quite closely, as you well know. But I am confused by this story. I feel like I am missing something in this story. It is a big, it's, it's clearly a big story. The fact that the first ever U.S. Speaker Kevin McCarthy had to be impeached and, uh, but I don't really understand the significance of this. I don't understand why. I don't understand of the, all the issues that America is facing that this is, seems to be the one bipartisan, um, initiative that I find fascinating. John Day is the founder and owner of the law offices of John Day. I'm hoping he's going to assist us in in trying to plot our way through it. John, how are you? Good morning, Howard. How are you? Good to good to be with you. It's a great to chat to you again. The this this story is clearly a big one. You know, all of the the you know wherever you look in in terms of international press, this is being covered. But I feel like I'm missing the significance of it. Can you take me through it? Can you take us through it? Well, I will try, but you're not alone in having this uh, sense of uh, bewilderment. So. What this boils down to was, in essence, a personal, a personal battle between the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, and Matt Gates, this, um, sort of representative from the state of Florida who's extremely conservative and who has had a personal battle with the Speaker of the House. The Speaker of the House runs the House mm-hmm. of Representatives, the lower, lower chamber. Um, and, Gates and and about eight or nine other ultra conservative House members have been uh, opposing McCarthy because McCarthy made a deal with Democrats basically to keep the U.S. government going on this um, funding situation, and the, the uh, Gates and his small group of conservative House members didn't like it. He didn't like it that he he made a compromise deal with the Democrats, and so they exercised their power. And essentially joining with the Democrats to oust McCarthy. You know, they had all the votes of the Democrats plus these, uh, this handful of ultra conservatives and they banded together in a coalition and kicked him out of his job. What does, what does that say about the, it, it doesn't say anything about the Democrats because that's kind of, you know, just, uh, I would imagine more or less business as usual. It's what we would expect. What does it say about what's going on within the Republican Party? Yes. Well, that is the ultimate question. And it, it reflects a, a, a state of, of chaos, basically. There are these divisions, uh, within the Republican Party, the ultra right wing, uh, members who, who rallied around Gates, mm. uh, who were angry that he was cutting these deals to keep the government going. They would, um, I, we, I guess they would prefer to see the government shut down and then deal with picking up the pieces. But, you know, we've got these, all these sort of balls in the air. I mean, now there's the, you know, the idea of like, how does this affect Donald Trump and the presidential election? And what does that mean for Trump? And in mm, fact, mm. you know, the, there's this sort of fascinating idea being floated that they're going to ask Trump to be the speaker of the house, which he could do, even though he's not an elected member of the house, you don't have to be to be speaker of the house. So this is an idea that's being floated by, um, several, uh, Republican representatives. 
So, uh, the, the, there's little doubt in, in my mind that the Republican Party is in a difficult position specifically with regard to Donald Trump. The fact that he isn't playing along in terms of the, um, the debates with, with the other candidates, the fact that, that he's standing almost outside of this process means he isn't really aligning with the Republicans the way obviously they would want him to do. I would imagine that the risk is of, of, of not endorsing him means perhaps he can become an independent and, and who he takes along with him uh, could impact on, on the Republic, uh, a Republican um, standing in the next election. Uh, how, how do you th- see this playing out? Is my, is, is, is my uh, reflection of the concerns accurate or am I misunderstanding? No, you're accurate. In fact, you know, you are an incredibly astute observer of uh, our political scene here, I have to say. And thank you. You always have the right questions. And, um, but as far as the answers, I don't know that anyone knows how this is going to play out because we've never seen anything like it before. But, um, you've got, um, this, the very far right wing, uh, which essentially, even though it only has a handful of members, is calling the shots, for example, in the House of Representatives. Trump, uh, curiously, Trump has stayed out of commenting today on what's been developing um, in terms of, you know, mm. normally I think you expected him to Absolutely. be loudly taking a side. And, I, and again, I, I think there is this sort of interesting and curious situation where people are, some members of the far right wing are saying, we want Trump to be the Speaker of the House to play this role. And he loves being the, a disruptor. And that's mm. what he's incredibly good at. And I think there's some who are sort of Scratching their heads, thinking, "Boy, this could really happen if he if he decided he wanted to step he wanted to step in, and um and and suck up all the oxygen on this particular place." But I don't think there's anyone who knows how this is going to play out. There's no Speaker of the House. The 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 every everything's on hold for a week. Uh, well, there's no there's no one's going to be gathering in the House. They're going to have to wait for an election. Meanwhile, Trump is sitting in court in New York, uh, facing this civil fraud trial. And so there are so many things to try to keep track of. And there's, uh, there's no, there's no game plan. There's no uh, roadmap for this because none of this has ever mm. happened before. What's interesting as well is when you've, you've got all of that happening on the Republican side and the Democrat side, there's a, a president who there are clear concerns about in terms of mental health, wellness, uh, you've, there, there, there's a vice president, and, and I would imagine if there was a stronger vice president that the Democrats would have, have ushered Biden, uh, to, you know, off stage, but but there's a very poor or very weak uh, vice president as well. So while the Republicans are dealing with many, many challenges, as you said, almost unprecedented, uh, it, it's almost as though the, the, the Democrats are doing the same on, on their side. This is not a particularly healthy state of affairs in terms of U.S. politics. Well, and it's, it's, I think it's that lack of stability that has on both sides that mm, has people... Mm. People nervous on the on the Democratic side, right? The the question about Joe Biden's uh, health and his age uh, has got a lot of Democrats very concerned. And there's no, as you as you point out, there's no strong second uh, mm. second tier, so, you know, backup. Uh, the, the the vice president is seen as not particularly strong or powerful or or skilled in the same in the same the same level and so um while the focus right now is on the disarray and the chaos in the republican party 
there's certainly enough to go around in the Democratic mm. Party. Absolutely fascinating. We're going to keep an eye on this. John Day uh, talking to us from the United States. He uh, he is a founder, owner of law offices of John Day. We speak to him as often as we possibly can to get uh, the view on the um, politics in the United States. John, thank you.